0: Hi friends, I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Zipporah. And welcome back to Stacked. Have you missed us? More importantly, have you been reading? We hope
0: so. But either way, Stacked is back
1: to give you a little push. Yes, join us for season two, where we'll be getting into all kinds of bookish cultural commentary.
0: We'll be talking about problematic faves and whether we can separate the
1: art from the artist. We'll be talking about our childhood reading nostalgia. And shout out to the Scholastic Book Fair. Oh my God, (laughs) yes, shout out. (laughs) And we'll be asking, is there such a thing as a red flag book? I say yes. I say no. Mm. Mm.
0: well (laughs) join us every thursday for more bookish conversations and reading recommendations wherever you get your podcasts
1: follow us on instagram at the stacked pod make sure you tune in but in the meantime pick up a book Okay, hello. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be back recording the second season. Honestly. I can't believe we're finally here.
0: Yeah, it's been a long time coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've literally been planning for this season for like the past.
0: I know, it's been a long, long, long
1: time <laughs> coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what have you been up to? What are you reading at the moment? You
0: know, like I've had a really slow. Reading first quarter, like, mm, mm-hmm. but I've been watching films. Okay. I, I saw Rye Lane. Have you seen it?
1: I haven't seen it. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. You know, I remember you saying that you were going to go see it, and I was like, you know what? I should make some time because everyone's been talking about it. I loved it. Mm, you I really loved, liked it. And I'm
0: not a big fan of the rom com genre. Yeah, but you hate love. I don't like the rom com genre. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't ever paint love in a way that feels honest. Mm, yeah you're like a
1: realist kind of love right yeah Yeah. like I
0: love a bit of like romance Mm -hmm. but like you need to temper that with some realism you know
1: yeah I get you Um,
0: and I feel like Rylane did that
1: yeah yeah and it was just
0: beautifully short
1: it was good and also you know black love black love love. (laughs) (laughs) we love that I'm still gonna make time to go see it I think
0: yeah I mean I'm thinking soon it will be on
1: Streaming, yeah, and you, can watch you know it how what? you want to yeah. watch it, and that is what I really am. I'm a streamer, girly, but
0: actually, watching it in cinema mm. was nice, yeah, like it really was a, a good
1: cinematic experience. And I think it would be a good one to like see in cinema as well, just because you don't really see movies with that black a cast, especially like a UK black cast, mm. like mm. you know, on the big screen. So, I do want to see it for that, like you know, experience, and it's so really funny, least.
0: it's fun, yeah. like you should make a day of it, yeah.
1: But so, what not you reading? Hmm?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I kept, I feel like this episode Mm -hmm. is so like. (laughs) It's for you. (laughs) Speaking to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because basically, I just keep starting and stopping. Yeah. I can't finish anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I also, I mean, maybe we should get into it later, but yeah. yeah. We'll get into it. I think like
1: book burnout is like a real thing. Oh, I've never heard of that. I just made it up.
0: No, but you know I identify. <laughs> yeah, it
1: makes sense, right? We'll Book that
0: I mean, I have another suspicion about why, mm-hmm. but like I said, we'll get into we'll it. We'll get into it. Okay, what about you? Great. What,
1: what are you reading? What am I reading at the moment? I am literally reading mostly academically because you know I'm supposed to be writing that dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell
0: the people what it's about? It's so interesting.
1: Well, so essentially, it's going to be about magical realism, which we got into like last season, which is just a genre that I love. But it's going to be on magical realism and post-colonial literature. Mm. Yeah. I'm so excited. I want to read it. <laughs> You're going to read my dissertation. Honestly, I would love to. <laughs> I've been literally, I'm reading. So for it, I'm actually reading The Famished Road by Ben Okri. Is it good? Yeah, which is actually a really good one for like this episode because... It is a book that I tried to read when I was younger and I didn't get it. I was so confused because it's obviously like about this. And I'm sorry, like for the Nigerians, I'm probably about to butcher this like pronunciation. (laughs) But like it's about like a boy who's like an Mm ogbanje, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah, the whole spirit child Mm -hmm. thing. And so it's very much like he's going on a journey and he's just like on this long spiritual journey and Mm. there's just so many weird interesting happenings and it's like one of those ones that like you have to This is going to sound so silly, but like you have to really get used to the style of it before you can even really appreciate the book. Mm. And I felt like when I read it the first time, I didn't appreciate the style of it. So I was like, what the hell is this guy talking about?
0: Did you read The Girl with the Louding Voice? Yeah. Because they said that that's written in Pigeon, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that one you have to get used to? Or was it just like...
1: No, with that one, it was kind of like with Adini. I love that book, by the way. Mm. But like getting used to like her like mix of like Pigeon and whatever else, that was fine. So it's not even like the vernacular or whatever that they're using it's just things like sentence structure and Mm. like the way that he is like super super descriptive as well so it's like long descriptions of like very obscure sometimes things so Mm. but yeah I'm trying to like really break it down for the dissertation so that's what I'm reading at the moment okay yeah and that was one that I did not finish like years ago (laughs) if you haven't guessed it this episode is about
0: books we did not finish
1: (laughs) (laughs) books we didn't finish (laughs) so yeah that's what I'm doing so let's get into it let's get to you know not finishing books because basically like I like to be part of the online bookish communities like on Instagram and last year there was a lot of talk about not finishing books like there always is actually people especially when you're reviewing online there's always that thing about, do you talk about a book if you haven't finished it? Like, do you have the right, you know? I mean, you can talk about the bit that you read. Mm, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. But then, like, online reviewers kind of have this kind of, like, thing going about can't review a book if you haven't finished it.
0: But you know what, recently I heard... About, I don't know if, guys, fact check this if I'm wrong, yeah? But I heard that, they'll, you know how you buy a book and at the front they have authors reviewing it saying, a stunning read, yeah, stunning new writer. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, so apparently someone had written one of those, mm-hmm. didn't read the book, and then later found out that the person had plagiarised some of their work. Oh, wow.
1: Their own work. Yeah. Oh, so my god. So it was gosh. just like, but,
0: but you're the one who wrote the, the blurb. Yeah, so it's literally. Like,
1: what? <laughs> Reminiscent of me, I'd say. I'm kind of scared <laughs> of
0: how much people read... Like, review books without having read them. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. So, like, that's kind of been the whole conversation. Like, can you really accurately say that you can speak on a book if you haven't finished it? But I think my whole thing is, especially, like, as we're saying, as people who are big readers, we read a lot. There's so many books to read and, honestly, so little time in life. So is there merit in kind of knowing when to put down a book? It's a skill. it actually is a skill it's a massive skill and I feel like it's one that I'm really good at like cultivating I'm so good with being kind of like you know what not for me not for me (laughs) not right now not mine (laughs) (laughs) because I feel like when you kind of like curate your like reading to that extent and especially when you're not making yourself feel as if like I have to finish this book I feel like that's how slums happen you know like you know when you're reading a book you're not enjoying it but you're forcing yourself to read it And then now all of a sudden you don't want to read anything.
0: Yeah. You don't want to read anymore. That's the thing. I don't... I never force myself to read books just because I feel like... mm, Sometimes I feel like if it's a writer who I really trust, Mm. sometimes I don't want to keep going because like it feels like tony morrison telling us that you have to work too yeah Mm -hmm. sometimes it feels like it's a job Mm -hmm. um but sometimes it's it's worth it yeah yeah
1: yeah no sometimes it is worth it sometimes the payoff is like actually there but then the problem is sometimes it's not sometimes it's not like if i'm reading a book and i know that i don't like it like i don't need 300 more pages (laughs) yeah honestly when you know you know (laughs) yeah when you know you definitely definitely know so with that being said actually so what was the last book you didn't finish that's the thing so for me
0: it's right now I feel like I'm not finishing books because like you called it you called it book burnout. book burnout but for me I'm thinking it's also just like being so used to Netflix mm. I'm I'm getting really acclimatized mm. or like I don't know in the habit of just watching stuff mm-hmm. and that's such a it's more easy it's like a lot easier it's very engaging it's mm-hmm. very easy you just you don't think you turn
1: off yeah exactly you don't have to think
0: so now when I read a book I'm not Getting the same satisfaction that I get from just turning on, I don't know, anything on Netflix really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like I'm out of the habit of reading and I'm so used to the hit of a Netflix show that I'm finding it hard to get through books because they're not, they're not, you know like how people say that junk food is like hyper- tasty. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. food shouldn't taste that good. Yeah. You know? Like a carrot can't compete with <laughs> some fries from McDonald's. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's what's happening. So yeah, the last book I the reason I preface it with this is because the last book I read is really good. Mm. But I couldn't finish it because I'm not in the I don't want to sorry i about to say I'm not in the mood. Mm. She she in her mood. <laughs> she's not in her mood she's not in her mood no so it was um, that book that you recommended in the dream house oh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I really liked it yeah 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 Um, Yeah, we were talking about it as well I was loving it and then I watched Succession and I was like (laughs) ooh haven't gone back there yeah 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 right now I'm working on assembly by Natasha Brown mm-hmm. and that's really holding me I
1: really need to I yeah. really need
0: to read that one it's I've really so many good. good things yeah it's uh, you would love it because it's like you know that Claudine Rankin book yeah it's like that citizen. yeah citizen and something i don't know it's a really good
1: book mm mm-hmm. Mm, it's dark. Okay. I'm gonna, Well written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, it's nice and short as well, right? And I feel it's like, honestly, short. when you're in a slump, sometimes that's what you need. You need something that's going to be short, impactful, and then we'll kind of like get you back into it. Yeah. <laughs> to speak to what you said about being out of the habit. I actually think like reading is literally a muscle. like people are always saying to like us especially, I think after the first season, they're like, "Oh, how do you guys read so much? like when do you have blah 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 And it's like, it's literally a muscle. I have mm. to work at this, like mm. I have to practice it mm. because as you're saying, it's so easy. like if I go through like a whole week without reading and I'm just watching like Netflix and like whatever else, that's easy. <laughs> Tell- you're telling me. <laughs> And it's like, it's almost like, you know, when you get back in the gym, mm. when you haven't been for like ages. And you see yourself
0: and you're not performing. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, who's this?
1: And you're literally like, I'm sorry, one week ago, I was doing an hour on the treadmill. And now like, I literally can't even do. Gasping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying over here. <laughs> and I feel like reading is that way as well. Some days you can read 100 pages and you're having a grand old time. And then other days, like 15 is like a slog, you know?
0: Honestly, I was starting to feel like I was losing my identity. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I haven't got <laughs> <this>, my. <am> <laughs> if I can't finish a book, who am I? Yeah, you know. But yeah, and I was telling you that obviously I've been seeing you on Instagram posting books, and I've been feeling so ashamed. I'm like, what? Why can't I pack
1: them in? I feel like because we're the opposite. I'm like a quarter one reader. Like when it's like January, I'm like, right, new, new year, <laughs> new me, <laughs> new books. gonna read everything like January February especially because like it's cold Mm. it's dark it's depressing I'm reading so much and then we get to March and I'm like I'm starting to see the world come back to life again. Yeah. Like the sun is shining now. All of a sudden, I don't want to read no more.
0: But that's so interesting because you just <laughs> talked about when people say, when do you find time to read? Yeah. So for me, the reason I read more in summer is because I'm going out more. So I'm going ah. ah. to train more. I'm going to train more, reading more. You are a train reader. Yeah, I'm a big. I, oh my gosh, I almost start. I feel like someone's going to take this. Take it, guys. But I was going to start like a blog called The Tube Reader. Oh. It's going to be like The Tomb Raider. Yeah, or but the a t-
1: Tube Reader. <laughs> I love that. Actually, honestly, like, funny story. Um, My partner, like a few months ago, <laughs> was walking through St. Paul's and he texted me he's like oh I think I just saw Amanda and I was like oh why why did you think it was Amanda like did you say hi and she was like no I just saw like a girl like walking in the distance reading a book while she was walking I was reading Money yeah because I was trying to sort
0: myself to get like out
1: yeah and I was like that is just the most Amanda thing like just walking along and then I think he said and she was wearing a green jumper and I texted That's you me. and I was like are you wearing a green jumper and you were like yeah <laughs> is that you god
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the funniest story i wish you said hi yeah i know so okay what are your like reasons usually for not finishing books no no think? what's the last book you didn't you put down oh not
0: me like <laughs> trying to skip past like, me. and that's the end of that
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is the last book that i didn't finish my body by emily retikowski for why why? I never read it I didn't You know. didn't read it Mm-mm. You know what I think like When it first came out It was quite like It was quite big On like Bookstagram um, And like online actually Because you know It was one of those Kind of like, it's like a It was just a popular book Right mm. And I was like Yeah I'll give it a read Because it sounded interesting You know yeah. like she's Talking about kind of like beauty politics and trying to like, you know, interrogate that as a woman who very obviously fits perfectly into what society's idea of like beauty is and Mm. who's gotten to where she is because of her looks and, you know, how attractive men find her especially. Mm. So I was like, I'm just interested to see how deeply she goes into like interrogating Not just, like, what this means, like, in society, like, on a wider level, but, like, also, what does this mean for her? Like, how has this manifested not just in her life but like in the way that she even like presents herself and whatever else and I thought she was really interesting because like you know a while ago there was that time when she was talking about buying back her own image and mm, so yeah. these are all kind of like feminist leaning ideas and I was like yeah I want to see what she's kind of like talking about and then I read it and I just felt like it was so white feministy mm. and I mean that in the sense of like not just a white woman who is a feminist but more just like a very specific brand of feminism that I feel like doesn't, I know I keep saying interrogate, but like it doesn't interrogate itself. I don't Mm. feel like she was going deep enough. Mm. You know? I want to be like, go harder. (laughs) No, go harder. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I feel like it's not enough to just be like, Society says that women should do this, and women should look like this, and women should be like that. And that has impacted me my whole life, like, in these ways. But also more, I want to, like, especially considering her positioning, I, wanna, I want her to also go into, like, in what ways am I benefiting from this? Mm. In what ways am I helping to further these same ideals that I'm, cl- like, claiming to be so vehemently against? So, but that's the thing about, like, obviously didn't finish it. Yeah. Do you feel like she ever did that? So that's the thing. I was like, maybe, which is why I was like, I don't want to, like, you know, talk too tough on her because I read, like, the first couple, because it's like an essay collection, essentially. Mm. And I read the first couple, and, like, one of the first ones was actually really interesting because she was talking about her relationship with her mum because her mum was obviously, like, a beautiful woman, and then she has a daughter who's also a beautiful woman, but then now her mum's ageing, so, and her daughter's, like, the the beautiful one so it would be things like you know someone would like compliment her and her mom would be like oh but you should have seen me like instead like just like this like competition so I found that interesting you know like about the ways that like you can like this whole beauty ideal can even infiltrate almost you know like what should be reliable relationships exactly a reliable relationship because I think we talk about this all the time as well oh, about how guys I've written an essay on yeah this. exactly <laughs> I'm obsessed with beauty <laughs> yeah exactly and like beauty not just as like an aesthetic thing but beauty is politics mm. and I think that's what we don't really get into like yeah. as much it's not beauty, just about beauty being beauty as currency yeah beauty as currency exactly I think I wanted her to be mm. more forthcoming about the fact that hey I see how like I won the lottery in a sense like do you know what I mean? Mm. but yeah so that was the last book that I didn't finish which mm. was My Body by Emily Ratajkowski but yeah. uh, I, I might go back to it because you're right like I stopped before I ever Gave her the chance yeah. to like really maybe get into it. But I was just tired, man. Because I think I don't mind when people miss things if they
0: acknowledge that. Hey, guys, I'm missing a big old chunk here. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. it's like.
1: Exactly. some'
0: given something.
1: You're <laughs> yeah. aware. You're self-aware. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I might, yeah, try and go back to it. But, you know, it was just one of those things where I was like, OK, I'm not learning anything. Mm. How's the writing? It was OK. Mm. Yeah, it was like I actually thought the writing was pretty good. OK. Yeah. Like, well done her on that. But, like, I was like, I'm just not learning anything. Okay. Yeah. I was it's like, okay. Yeah. And I'm not, like, so interested in her as a person hmm. that I'm like, I want to read, like... More. Yeah, like... Her. I don't
0: even think she has more. <laughs> oh, as in more books. I mean, <laughs> no, as in more books. <laughs> She's got nothing to give. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> she does have a podcast, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called The High Low, I think. Or High Low. Okay, isn't that... didn't? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah, so see how I already said the high-low because that was obviously the original, but I think hers is just called high-low. Okay. Yeah. So usually, what do you think is the reason that you don't finish the book? Like, what? Are, what's the most common reason for you?
0: I feel like I start when I started reading it was very much you must finish at all costs Mm -hmm. and then after that I think why would I then I was just like no books like I should enjoy this yeah and then, so I would stop if I just didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And also I trusted, I had built up a habit of reading so much that I really, if I didn't enjoy something, I really would feel like I tried. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just wasn't engaging to me. Honestly, it's so, it's I'm basic. It's just, just being out of the habit mm. and it not being, like it not being for me. Mm. And maybe thirdly, the writing. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, I feel can, like good
1: writing is important for you. You
0: can take me on a, a plot of nowhere, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you take me there in a beautiful way, I'll go with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will like go Like plot, anywhere. don't need it.
0: Yeah, I'm like I'm not someone who cares about spoilers. If you tell mm. me, oh, the film ends this way, I don't care. I just want to see how you get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a big thing for me is if the writing is bad, I I'm not. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, if I feel like if it's nonfiction, nonfiction is actually my biggest struggle. Yeah, there's loads too. of like political books I want to read. Like especially like something I want to learn more about is like prison reform. Mm. I bought some books. I just couldn't. I just Struggling yeah. to get through them, mm-hmm. so I think that is also a habit of like that is very technical reading. Yeah, yeah, it's a different kind of
1: state yeah. of mind.
0: Yeah, so I think that I think those are my main ones. Like the writing, the, is it a topic that I'm familiar with? Mm. Like when I feel like I'm like I really want to get into nonfiction because I feel like is... I don't even judge it in a in a genuine way because all I'm just like ugh.
1: Yeah, this is hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. It's- <laughs> like I think you're so right about that, especially like. I think that's where I struggle with nonfiction as well because it's like technical reading, you know? Like, I can't... I just haven't done it.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't done the work.
1: it, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're a lawyer.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, but, like... Yeah, that's true. But I'm interested in like laws because mm. they feel there's like a social, I guess. But no, I mean, in the sense that is. like,
1: in the sense that I feel like when you're like reading law stuff, you have to like read in that technical no, same kind abs- of way. You're
0: absolutely right. I'm like lying. The truth is not like law isn't boring sometimes because it is. <laughs> yeah. The ish. The thing about that is the pressure mm. and the expectation. Like we need. Oh, you, you. have to do that. You <laughs> have to do it. So like if someone was behind me, like you need, like if I was doing, like I read more serious books for school Mm. but without that pressure like forcing myself to do it is a new thing that I'm trying to do yeah so like maybe soon I think by the end of this year ask me again
1: (laughs) (laughs) what about you um I think for me it's just like being not engaging Mm. like if I was engaging to you though so obviously like decent writing but like I feel like I can suffer (laughs) some par writing (laughs) if it's like a good plot okay like if i'm really like oh where is this going Mm. oh oh my god how do you know what i mean so it needs to be engaging and then also i think a lot of the time i especially when i was younger if a book was too dense i would like just i'd be like no i used to
0: be obsessed with thick books
1: yeah i don't know when i was like
0: young Mm. i
1: if it wasn't thick i was like no I don't read that. She said, I'm a reader. <laughs> because it is like, and I think it's like thick books, dense books, and then especially things that are supposed to be kind of like classics, right? Mm. Which is like a lot of what I used to struggle with when mm. I was younger. Like it would, people would be like, oh, you know, read Steinbeck and Zola and like whatever else. Who's, and I'm Zola? Just, Who's Zola? Girl, some French guy. <laughs> <laughs> but mean. like just like you know those very like what's the word canon like, like crime and
0: punishment by yeah, yeah Dostoevsky yeah. Like, all
1: that kind of stuff and I'm just like I don't have the time I don't have the this is the woman that read A Little Life <laughs> <laughs> and hated it but you finished it yeah but like, I mean, that wasn't dense. though really didn't
0: feel like it. No, not at all. Mm. It was just,
1: just a long book. Yeah. But like, when I say dense, Milded. I mean like when I'm having to unpack every sentence to really get to the heart of what mm. you're saying here. what mm. I'm having to unpack each and every part, that's when I'm like, you know what? Maybe no. Maybe it's not for me. And then also, I feel like sometimes we could just like books are just occasionally like inaccessible in that way.
0: Mm. But then it's like. Yeah, no, talk more about that. Like, what do you mean by a book is inaccessible?
1: So I think a lot of the time, especially back in the day, literature seemed like... The more kind of, like, referential it was, the more it was like, this is the best book ever. You know what I mean? So, like, if it is referencing the work that has come before it it's referencing lots of like obscure like other books that i obviously haven't read or like other writers that i'm not aware of so it's like mm. there was always a level that i wasn't understanding mm. like i can read the words on the page but so much context exactly yeah. there's so much context here that like i'm not picking up on mm. and yeah so i feel like i found a lot of that so like for example years and years ago veronica like one of our friends veronica she recommended the grapes of Wrath to me by john steinberg because mm. she loves it and, i love like, him yeah he's got some good quotes
0: <laughs> Tell me one <laughs> there's the one he talks about how like the one of the reasons why we'll never like have inequal equality mm-hmm. is because poor people just want to be rich people. They mm. don't want us all to be equal. they just want to have that kind of well he says it in a, in a very poetic way yeah yeah yeah.
1: so she like she recommended that to me and I was like oh yeah absolutely because you know he's like a prolific writer as you're saying and I was like yeah absolutely you should read some of him but I think this is when we were teens actually though and I picked it up and I was just like what is this I, I only
0: read of Mice and Men Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, is that John Steinbeck is it not I don't know I think it is girl I don't do with Mice and Men for GCSE you know like every time I say that people are like what yes it is yeah, I did confirmed. not do and Man. I didn't either. But they were
0: reading it and I was like, I wanna read it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lenny That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: there's some there's some stuff in there. I did I did to Kill a Mockingbird. Me
1: too. Yeah, I loved it. On that note, is there any books that like you tried to read the first time around, couldn't get through, and then you went back and you gave them a second chance.
0: Thing is, like, I know you're gonna say the same thing, but For me, it's Beloved, yeah, but it's also A Hundred Years of Solitude. Mm -hmm. Not all
1: the books that I love. (laughs) I know, but you know,
0: like, shouts out to Gabby, because Gabby got me A Hundred Years of Solitude many Mm -hmm. years ago. And I started it so many times, to the point that when I finally came to read it, I had forgotten everything. And I just Mm. had to start all from from the the beginning. beginning, Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I had made some progress, but it was just, like, forgotten. Yeah, but obviously when I gave them a second chance, it was like, wow, like I... Thing is, I don't even. I think I would have appreciated it when I when I didn't read it the first time. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so happy that I finally got to do it. it. Now. Mm-hmm. And so now, when I'm looking at those other books, I'm like, like the the cat and the margarita. Oh yeah, is yeah, that what yeah. it's called? The master and the margarita. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cat on the cover of the book, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <There it is. laughs> the cat and the margarita.
1: Yes. that's another yes. one that I
0: I want to go back to that I haven't gone back to yet but I need to like l- because of my experience with Beloved um, yeah 100 years I'm looking at that book like there could be Gabby
1: also promised me there's gold in that book too yeah so mm-hmm. like a potential fave for sure yeah, yeah I really want to read that one as well I'm hoping to get into it yeah what about you so yeah definitely
0: Beloved but when did you read Beloved you were like in
1: high school yeah high school you did times, good yeah you did good I mean did I get it <laughs>
0: Yeah, she read it. I read Malcolm X's autobiography and I was like, sounds cool. <laughs> I was very young. This guy like, sounds cool. I was like 11. And I was like this, because I just picked up whatever was on the shelf. Yeah. And I was like, this this is interesting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is Malcolm X guy. Are people talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so annoying. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, but like, recently actually one that i went back to and i'm so glad that i did because i enjoyed it so much i read like literally another one of her books was kindred by octavia butler
0: why couldn't you hear like in the beginning
1: <laughs> i don't i don't even know what it was actually mm. like when i think about it now i'm like what made me not want to finish that book because it's engaging from the beginning the premise is that it's essentially like about this woman who keeps finding herself transported back in time. A black woman, a black American woman, finds herself transported back in time to essentially save like a little white boy who she finds out is one of her ancestors. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds convoluted. It's, no, it sounds interesting. <laughs> it's really, really mm. interesting. So now every time this little boy, this white ancestor, is in trouble, for like for whatever reason, something would draw her back to like that time in I just gotta know the message history, which <laughs> like, was like what? the Antebellum South. Which was actually once I finished it, that was my issue with it. Because I feel like I got to the end of it and I think it's such a great premise, such an interesting story. Mm. Like, but I got to the end of it after I finished it and I was like what do I take from that that
0: is ex- that is my question but maybe but maybe we need to dig
1: yeah because I trust her but you you thought it was good like you yeah I enjoyed it like it was definitely a very interesting read I enjoyed it same with Parable of the Sower like it was definitely very very interesting and you know obviously it's all very like speculative and whatever else but yeah I was like hmm interesting I want to read a bit more of like her works because I know Parable of the Sower especially is like a trilogy or something really yeah so maybe I just need maybe I need to finish it I thought you did finish it no I mean the trilogy oh the trilogy yeah (laughs) Yeah. because I (laughs) only read the first one okay fair
0: oh that's the thing that speaking of trilogies Mm. mournable Body yeah I to this day to this very day I have not finished it.
1: Really, oh, you, finished it? you finished it? Wait, no. I've remembered I didn't finish the last fifty pages, which I think wow, is the you're, most. You're basically
0: there. Yeah.
1: For you know when you've left it so long, I feel like I would yeah. genuinely have to read the whole thing again.
0: That is so unfortunate. Yeah,
1: I'm not going to.
0: I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of the you thing. The second yeah. person. Mm-hmm, Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I'm not. It's not me. Yeah. I don't don't talk to me. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it feels like... It's not me, first of all. It, I know I'm being dramatic, but sometimes it feels like they're forcing me into, like, <laughs> empathy. And I'm like, I don't... Like, I don't want to be in this. I'm not involved. <laughs> I'm a bystander. I'm a fly on the wall. And I feel like those stories are always asking you to be like, you walk to the door. You feel... Like, I'm like, I didn't.
1: I don't. <laughs> but I didn't. No. Oh.
0: But there was a time where every book was, like, in the second person. Yeah. It was, like, a summer.
1: That actually was. Because I guess it's supposed to be, like, more challenging. But, like... For who? (laughs) For everyone involved. Now we're going to move on to our wider impression segment. Yeah, we wanted to know, like,
0: why you guys don't finish books.
1: Yeah, and what you guys think. So...
0: Anonymous person dropped in their three three reasons for not finishing books. So the first one is, the story's taken a turn that's wound me up and now I can't trust the writer because why would you make that decision? Uh, you've got me questioning, do you girl. know. Do you know who I felt that the most for? <laughs> who? My Sister's the Serial Killer.
1: I love
0: that book. I love it. I love it. Yeah. But the main character was mm-hmm. doing things and mm-hmm. I was like, but why? <laughs> no, but why? Sisterly love. No, it wasn't the things she was doing for her sister. It was like, or, or maybe there was there were bits in the book where, you know the bit where she puts on makeup and it's really bad? Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad for her that I just felt like, why are you writing this? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you writing this in? <laughs> or like when the doctor didn't want her yeah. after we thought he was a good person. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, her sister was right. All men are the same. <laughs> oh, they're not all the same, but guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just That really made me like... Oh, I yeah. Want, I don't want the story to be this way. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't what I want. And then the second reason that this person says it's a laborious read and it takes so much brain power to get anywhere, mm. a la The Book of not Oh, <sighs>
1: yeah. Another mention for the Nervous Conditions trilogy. trilogy.
0: <laughs> Oof. I feel like that's exactly what you just said about yeah. it being
1: too dense. A hundred. Percent, sorry, I don't. But know why the I book of not is worth it, guys. I'm sorry. I liked the book of not. It's actually this mournable body, which is the third one, where I was like, "Oh, this is hard." I think people struggle
0: with that trilogy as well. Like, yeah. people often say the writing; they don't really. It's hard to adjust to, but
1: mm-hmm. I and like I mean, to. it's not exactly likable characters either. I feel like a lot of people actually need to, not like mm. they need to, but they prefer to read characters that they like slash enjoy slash relate to, mm. versus like one who's just kind of like. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, I've been seeing that a lot on like social media, talking about like, oh, this main character is asked like, why no one would ever do that? Why they're just so messy? Mm -hmm. But
1: people are messy. Yeah, like
0: every like if someone put a narrator in your life, (laughs) what's gonna come out? I don't want to know. For me, anyway. No,
1: I really don't.
0: I, I really don't wanna don't. know. I, I don't wanna know. Imagine
1: at all. reading the book of your life. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. The shame. The actual shame. I'd be an unreliable narrator. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Cut that bit out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, and then the third thing that this stacked listener said is that it puts me straight. If the book puts them straight in their feels, i.e., they're getting red with every line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I like that. I was going to say, that'll keep me reading. Yeah, I I'll, love... I'll be like, drag me for filth. I keep love going. that.
0: I feel like I can feel my brain line up with awareness. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, is that me? Uh, oh, that's me. Do better. But yeah, no, like, I feel I feel like they, like, oh, wow, can't speak. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like they, yeah, covered it all. Yeah, I, that was
0: actually the best. They should have just been here for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> do
1: you want to join us next time? <laughs> Oh yeah. And now finally it's time for our book recommendation segment. I've missed doing this so much. I know. I mean, you know, I'll be doing it in the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this is essentially the segment where we give you guys book recommendations, Um, you send in your questions, or your requests, and we'll find you some books. And we've got one today from a lovely listener who says, hey, girls, I need a book recommendation, and you've come to the right place. She says she'd like a recommendation for African literature, but she doesn't want to read books about the diaspora. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she wants something contemporary about young African women like her.
0: You know them gaps that you're not
1: thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, because when I when we got this question and then I thought about it, most of like, the African literature that I've read recently or no, especially when it comes to just kind of like young women, as she says, like us. She's almost exactly like us, just a young professional woman. I can't think of many that are still just set on the continent. Mm. It's all just kind of like diaspora. It's the UK. It's the US. It's also not of
0: people our, our age. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Just also just living their lives. like, And I mean, in the sense, what it's no kind of... Massive traumatic storyline. How about young people in Africa just dating? Oh, How about young people in Africa just trying to progress in their careers? Do you know what I mean? Just like, how about just young people in Africa living life and they just happen to be in Africa? It doesn't always have to be, you know... Colonial... Yeah, like it um, doesn't always have to be a colonial story. It doesn't always have to be traumatic. It doesn't always have to be around race. It doesn't always have to be... Any of these things, we can just be existing. So that's why I really, really liked this question. I was like, not only am I going to, you know, recommend something, but also I'm going to try and expand my reading in that way as well. Mm. Like I'm going to try and expand the stories that I'm reading about Africa. Yeah. You know? And this is one that I read recently. uh, So I'm really, really happy to recommend this. It was published by Jackaranda Books, actually, which is a really cool, small publishing imprint that does loads of like really diverse books uh we love them but uh so this one is called the havoc of choice the havoc of choice by wangiru <laughs> konange sorry if i said that wrong but i really really enjoyed it it's basically like about this woman whose father was like this kenyan woman because this one's set in kenya mm. another thing i'm trying to do when it comes to african literature it's not just is, read the West. yeah read more than just west Uh, So this is a Kenyan book and it's about a young woman whose father was like a corrupt political leader uh, and she kind of grew up under his shadow in that sense. And then she gets married and then now her husband is like, oh, you know, actually, I'm also going to run. And he's running it like in the same party that her father founded, essentially. So Mm. it's kind of like it's about politics. It's about love. It's about family. It's about what we owe each other, like. In these familial relations and I just thought it was great and it's about choices and the havoc of them Yeah. so yeah it's actually really really good really interesting uh, one of the best books I think that I read this year I've oh, really read it enjoyed
0: it mm-hmm. see I think you had a great first quarter <laughs> I told you it's about to
1: drop off like once the sun starts coming out and I'm outside I believe in you. You find a way. I forget to read. You'll find a way, <laughs> <laughs> I forget how to read. She can't read. Um, yeah, so that will be my recommendation for you. The Havoc of Choice by Wanjiru Kwenange.
0: Yeah, I think that it's it's actually really difficult. Mm. There aren't that many. And like when I'm looking for this kind of stuff, I go to like literary magazines, so mm. like Goldwei, mm-hmm. Afrida. Mm-hmm. They will always have like so many stories yeah. that are not talking about trauma Mm -hmm, just talking mm -hmm. about day-to-day life Mm -hmm. so honestly that's where i would head
1: and it's a good place to discover new writers as well yeah that Um, are coming from these places that you want to read
0: yeah and i feel like very soon those magazines will start having publishing houses Mm. because i feel like granta did that exactly yeah
1: yeah like that's the thing trajectory Mm
0: -hmm. but yeah i was gonna say the first one as well but i feel like it's not it doesn't feel contemporary there's a section where they're like work that they kind of grow up Mm -hmm. and they're working but yeah no, go for it. I feel like no, I feel like it's it is traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great book. Yeah. Um, the first one by Jennifer Mokumbi.
1: Also not West African, right? Yeah, Ugandan. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Okay, yes. Can I please represent for the East African girlies w- for w- once, man? <laughs> what did
0: you guys do? You guys do that scream. <laughs> <laughs> what <a> scream?
1: <laughs> I, to be fair, I can't do it. I can't. You. I can't it. do it. Yeah. I don't even know why I tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay so those are going to be our recommendations and we hope you like them let us know if you read any of these no seriously guys can you dm us let us know we we would love to know. honestly dm email whatever just let us know what you think let us know if you likes it okay so takeaways. Mm. So what books are you going to commit to giving a second try? You know what? I think I'm definitely going Steinbeck. I am reading that white man, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm going to start. I'll start slow. I'll start easy. And I'll start with Other Mice and Men. I'm going to go real GCSE yes, it's with really, it. It's
0: really t- small.
1: I know. Yeah, yeah, like it's really small. 16-year-olds are reading it. So I think I can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you handle it. <laughs> So I'll start with that. And then by the end of this year, I would have read The Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. Even if it kills me. And the thing is, I really do, do want to read... There are some classics that I feel
0: like have been forced upon us. And it's like, nobody needs that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't need to read that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but then there are others that I really feel like really build... Especially if you want to be good at writing or you just like, are really interested in like literary style exactly. stuff. Exactly.
1: You need them for reference, August. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me,
0: I think it's going to be... So, like like I said, I want to read more nonfiction mm, mm-hmm. in the areas of the, like that I'm interested in. Mm. And so one book that I picked up and the you know the foils in Tottenham Court Road. Yes, yeah, I love that place. Yeah. Um. So I got this book uh, called Value Chains by Itan Suwandi, and it basically just speaks about like all the products that we have, like the the kind of the manufacturing behind them, like how oh. they get to us and what is happening to all those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm yeah I'm just I'm gonna give it a shot okay. I look at it
1: all the time and I'm like mm, mm-hmm. but I,
0: after this episode
1: yeah <laughs> after this yeah. we're going back and we're finishing them because like you said it's a muscle exactly yeah I need to start building that technical reading muscle yeah so
0: it'll be like war for back soon
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally I'll be like what war and peace bedtime reading got it <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode of the second season. We're so excited to be back, honestly. We hope you guys missed us.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we do. But thank you so much for all your support on the first season. And
1: we hope that this one is even better. Bigger, better. Hopefully. Yeah, we're going to have guests. We're going to have guests this season. We're going to be trying all sorts of new things this season. So we're hoping you're going to stick around and, yeah, go on this journey with us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So next week we're going to be talking more about literary magazines, Mm. and just like, yeah, like why why don't people read them? Why don't people read? Why don't people read them? We're gonna we're gonna be looking into that. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram at the Stacked Pod, and join our book community. Send us your book requests. We love to recommend you guys books. You can follow me, Amanda, at Amanda
1: Aqua, and me, Zipporah at Black and Bound. (laughs) This has been Steph, and remember to pick up a book.